Good morning, everyone. How you doing? All right. All right. Well, let me introduce myself. My name is Leroy Martinez. Legally, my name is Leroy Orlando Francisco Martinez, Jr. <laughs> Police officers hate it because I can't finish reading the driver's license. But anyway, I am a Gideon. And if some of you don't know what a Gideon is, I'll, I'll share a little bit about it. But before I get anything beyond that, I just want to remind you that I want to say thank you very much for inviting me back here again. Um, the last few times that I was here, I keep remembering where this church started. And it started like right down. How many people remember when it first started at the, what do they call it? The Sarah's Garden, right? How many people were here when the Sarah's Garden? So we got a lot of, okay. Now, let, let me... Let me, let me just tell you that Gideons are men who are just like all the men that are in this room, but we're believers of Jesus Christ. We're simple businessmen in the community, and we are baptized by the churches that we go to, and then we go out to proclaim the words of Jesus Christ. And that's a little bit about what a Gideon is, and, what, and that's what I try to do to the best as a human being and as a sinner to go out and proclaim the words of Jesus Christ. Now, that being said, I, I, I spoke to the first uh, service, and they had some people here that remember that first day that they were over there, and I said, I still remember coming in there, being invited as a Gideon, and I said, it was just a small amount of people that were in there. And, and, and I remember that they had an obstacle going on at that time period of, because they had to go and move, and they went to the... Now, here's, now I'm going to ask you this. How many remember the high school? Oh, we have more. Okay. So they went to the high school. Of course, they too have obstacles because, see, they have the same problem Pastor Rex does as we do. Okay. As Gideons, we're not allowed to go on school property and pray. I mean, that's the law right now. I, I ne never understood that. I know legally I can, but, I mean, here's the best part. Here's the best part. There's ways that we can go and avoid those obstacles. Um, Pastor Rex was telling me that uh, you all have been studying on conflict. Is that right? And on relationships and stuff like that. Well, Pastor Rex was telling me on the phone about a couple weeks ago when he was inviting me to see if I wanted to come out and speak with you all here was that uh, um, how to avoid obstacles. I go, whoa. How did my name come up? Well, they, we thought about you, Leroy, because uh, we were thinking about the prison ministry and juvenile detention, and I also coach, and I'm a board member for fellowship and Christian uh, athletes, you know, board members. So, you know, I, I actually get in, in there and everything else. But the jail-wise was, you might say, that's a gift that the Lord came upon me to say, Leroy, this is what you got to do. Well, I don't think so. Because I remember many, 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 many years ago, that would be the last place I would ever want to do is go into a jailhouse and tell people that Jesus loves you. Does that sound odd? Hire. And they frisk you. What are you going to study today? And I got a good friend over here. He always likes to say this. What are you going to study today? Jesus. What are you going to do about uh, your studies today? We'll study about Jesus. And your talk? Jesus. And you're hearing this, these people are doing that. I'm carrying a metal Bible. Gosh. During this uh, 
talk that I'm going to be speaking with you, I'm going to throw something out. And I just told my good friend he came here. And I did this in first service. But I want you just to take a moment here. And I want you to take 20 seconds. Don't stand up or anything. It's just right where you're sitting at right now. Take 20 seconds. And I'm going to throw a word at you, a name. And I want you to close your eyes for 20 seconds, okay? And go ahead and, and get ready. Here we go. The name is Jesus. Close your eyes for 20 seconds. Starting now. Did anybody think about Jesus? Um, I do this all the time, even when I'm with, uh, with athletes. I do it all the time. Uh, I love to run. I uh, asked myself many years when I first started, I, I, I did triathlons. And uh, every triathlon I went to was... a uh, Sponsored by an alcohol sponsor. I had somebody come up to me one time. I was at church and I was speaking. And when I finished off, he says, you know, Leroy, you better think about this. Because you're getting up there to tell these people how to find their way. And you're telling these guys in in jail that if they have an alcohol problem, this is what they do. But yet you go out and race and you support these guys. And what are they doing? They're supporting the other racers by giving free beverages at the end of the race. And yet you say that you want people to go away from it. go, oh. You know what? There's only one thing to do. And I remember a pastor one time telling me this. Leroy, if that ever comes up to you, turn around and run. And I go, oh, okay. So I went and got my, I went and got my bike and everything else. And I was getting ready to do a race. And I married a Wasan, Ohio school teacher. I'm originally from Denver, Colorado. So I want to get that out. So I went and picked up my bike, looking for a mountain. No, I'm, I'm not kidding. Uh, I went and picked up my bike and I left. And my wife was asking me, well, what happened? And I, and I says, I, I don't want to do any more races that have anything to do, and I'll be up front with beer sponsor. And guess what? I, I couldn't find a race to go. I'm, I'm telling you the truth. I couldn't find a race to go. And my wife was like, are you serious? I can look. Budweiser, Coors, Schlitz, Miller's, nah, nah, nah. And then, and then I met up on someone that was a man and a son that was in Indianapolis, and the son was paraplegic, and he was pushing him, pushing his sons, and he was doing iron, uh, he was doing Ironmans. Well, that year I was qualifying for the Ironman. I don't know if some of you guys know or ladies know and kids know what an Ironman is. Uh, that's where I have to go swim two miles, and then I come back and I ride a bike for 113, then I go and run a full marathon. Well. I thought, you know, I've been practicing a lot. And this one didn't have anybody, but you have to qualify to go to Honolulu by doing this race. So I wasn't a Gideon then, but I was around people who knew who God was. They knew when and how to use God with people like me that was kind of like... You heard the pastor say there's sometimes that the Lord doesn't like people who are lukewarm or they're on the fence post. You know what I'm saying? Go either way. Well, that was me. That was me. So before I went and did that race and everything, so I was starting hooking up. And, I, and my teacher and my mentor is a local guy. And he lives in Archibald, but he used to work for Sodders and all that. His name is John Wilson. 
And that's my teacher mentor. I think he's like 185 years old now, I guess. But anyway, um, he's still out and about, and, and I still go to him. I still go to him. I'm 67 years old, and I still go to this man. And, 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 and for different things, and because, again, as a Gideon, I'm used to be used as in places like juvenile detention center, CCNO. The Lord blessed me somehow to use me in all the state of Ohio, all the state of Indiana, and all the state of Michigan. And for because of what reason? For what reason? Because I have a way of proclaiming the words of Jesus Christ when it comes to somebody who is angry and hotter than a firecracker to tell you that God is not real. <laughs> yes, he is. Yes, he is. I'm one of them. And like first service, you know, I want you to understand it's just not like me just coming up here and just doing this talk and a lot of good things have been happening, you know, out there as Gideons when we go to different places and we do things that, uh, like uh, last year at Liberty Center and I see another coach in here and he knows exactly where I'm going to go with this. And all of a sudden I remember one time in Evergreen I was at and the boys are all together and I, and I got the guys and I go, hey, Wasseon, hey, uh, uh, Pettisville, hey guys, will you do me a favor? Let's get together and let's pray. They all got together and everything else. The families are all like on the outside of the orange type plastic fence that they have and everything else. They're looking, they're taking pictures and everything else. And we're getting ready to pray up. And I had a ref come up to me and tell me that you can't do that. I go, thank you, sir. Yeah. God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. We're going to repeat that. Ready? God is good all the time. i got a good buddy that does that all the time. We have our ministry on Wednesday nights. But that's the way I think all the time. That's the way I think now. Because see, there was a time period in my life that they only gave me one year to live. That was about 33, 34 years old. One year to live. And yet, what I share with you right now is so... So common with all of us that even when the worst things happen, we still fight the Lord. We still fight his ways. We, we close up our ears. I don't want to hear it. I can do it. I don't want to hear it. I can do it. Well, okay, I'll listen a little bit. And I'll, uh, I heard a band member this morning come up. Good morning. How you doing? Oh, I think I'm doing okay. He says, I actually woke up this morning. I didn't know what state I was in. Some of us are here going, hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm. But how many of us, when we do wake up in the morning, we're still in the Gideons here. We haven't walked away. How many of us in the morning, when we wake up, we actually, thank you, Lord, for this breath. Thank you for this day. Lord, use me the way you want to use me. Yeah. Hey, baby, how you doing? You know, we're feeling good. My one friend that's here right now knows this is the way I talk all the time. Man, I'll tell you what, man, I get so pumped up talking about Jesus. Man, I'm totally jacked. Because when I go out and I start talking about Jesus, you got to hear what Jesus has been doing, not only in my life, but other lives. And when I tell you these things, they're true. Because those people that had these miracles take place are coming back into the churches and telling other people that God is alive and well. I am a cancer victim. And all of a sudden, I have the certificate. Remember, my friend, it happened at a church with us when we were doing a, mir we were doing a ministry and a miracle took place. We have this chart. We have this chart and we put prayer requests on it. And the kids, all walks, unchurched, 
church kids, everything you can think of, and they're putting all these things down. Uh, the prayer requests, you know, my dad will get out of jail, and this, and my mom, that cancer would be taken away. That mother showed up and sitting on the top of a balcony in, at, a, at a middle school in Archibald, goes and says, I want to tell you all, thank you for praying for me. I have a certificate here that says I am cancer-free. Thank you for your prayers. Yes, yes, God is good. All the time. You know what? If you were my cross-country team, instead of running three miles, we're going to do six now. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Rachel Sauter Kinsman is, is the head coach for the track and field that I, I, I work underneath. And some of us are in this room, and you know we're going to leave and go to work tomorrow morning. And I know, I know. If some of you come up and say, man, how was church yesterday? Man, they had this Latino guy, man. He was up there, and he was just like jacking his jaws. No, that was my language. But anyway, but he was out proclaiming who Jesus Christ is. And then he went and told us that he only had one year to live. And here he is coming out. And you know what? It was because I was was a drunk. I'm an alcoholic. They gave me one year. So guess where they used me? Alcoholic Anonymous. Yeah. I went to White House one time, and it, it was amazing. They had like, like 150, 180 people there. It was incredible. No pun, Lord forgive me, but that's the first time I've ever been around that many drunks. And they were sober. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Things like this take place. The other things that will take place as a Gideon is that, where do you find Gideons? Seriously. Next time you sit around the kitchen table, say, hey, hon, how many Gideons do you know? Okay. How many school teachers do you know? I married one. Wasian. Did I tell you I was from Denver, Colorado? They have things that are like hills. They call them mountains. Here in Ohio, you call them cornfields. I promised, uh, as a Gideon, when I go to, to the jailhouse of CCNO every week, I go there twice, maybe three times. But one night I go there specifically, it's on Tuesday nights. And, it's, and I can tell you all these things. It's held in the M building. And the M building is, uh, is, is not the, like the felonies or the bad guys and everything else, but there's, they're still spending up to a year in there. But when I go in there, I take index cards with me because you see... Men, I'm looking at each one of your eyes. Because when we get together, men, we don't want to share what's in our hearts. Because we are men. But I'll give you an index card. And for some reason, when you start sharing your hearts as men, you need another index card. (laughs) I love it. How hard do you think it is to explain to a person that's been in a jailhouse two, three times... And, and to convince him that you want him to learn the idea that, you know, God loves you so much that he wants you to change your ways so many ways and so many times. He's trying to get you out of this position to go into this position. Get out of this position to go to this position. It seems pretty easy, doesn't it? But the thing is, though, these men, 
on these cards, I am the only one that reads these cards. I am the only one. We have other Gideons that are in that prison, but they collect the cards, and I read these cards. These cards are everything that these men want taken care of, their family. Please, you know, I, I, I'm going to be stuck in your man, but you've got to pray up for my family. Okay. Man, you've got you to help me out. My wife's telling me she wants to divorce me. You've got to pray up for me, man. Okay. Let's pray. This is the fourth time I've been back here. They've been taking me down for uh, drug habilitation and everything else, and I think they're going to send me blah, 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 blah. Please pray for me. I'll pray for you. Yeah. What are the obstacles? Satan's always right there. He's what? How, you ever hear that one part? He's walking, right? Like a what? Like a lion. Getting ready to devour. And yet, we, tomorrow morning, even when we leave here, will find something that if for some reason, you know what? Has anybody in this room ever had that point where they said in their life, like, my day was going so great, except for one time, out of nowhere, this happened. And I keep thinking, you know what? Sometimes, like, the Lord will say, you know, you got to be paying attention. you got to keep your ears open, you know, even though you say you know who I am. But you have to keep yourself open. And I keep thinking about that thing about, you know, sometimes people will see that hole there, and they go, ah, it's okay. And they go into the hole. So for a few seconds here, nah, for a few minutes, I want to pray over these cards. These cards have everything to do with uh, uh, relationship of losing their families, uh, drugs, alcohol, just constantly, re- or just small little things that, that they have, uh, they just like to steal, and they keep going back. So if you just take a moment, I'd like to pray over these cards with you, Okay. Dear Gracious Father, I thank you so much for allowing me to come here right now with these cards in my hand. Lord, I just pray that you look over these cards. Lord, your answers are going to come to every one of them in this card as we pray right now, as this congregation is praying for you. Praying for us, excuse me, Lord. As we pray over these cards, Lord, there's a lot of hurting people. Not only the ones that are locked up, but the family members that are outside wondering what's going to happen when they get out. So, Lord, I just pray that we have an answer for every one of them, and we pray that they come to a church. Matter of fact, Lord, if they're from this area, I pray that they walk into this church to open arms to know who you really are. We do these things in your name, Jesus. Amen. Just not for older people, but I always like to do this. If there's nobody, if there's anybody in this room that's never been to a hotel motel, okay, have you ever seen one of these? Okay, uh, excuse me, the Lord's calling. Uh, I love that. Wasn't that cool? Huh? I feel like I should be going. You know, um, wow. God is good. I'll tell you. Wow, I love it. Um, when they use me to go to prisons and everything else, I always like to talk to the guys that are in the, in the drug rehab things because this is 
one thing that is always in a hotel motel, and we're very thankful, a lot of them do still, that they'll have it in that one drawer that happens to be in the middle. And I always tell the guys, I say, isn't it kind of strange? Has any, like, I'll tell the inmates, has anybody seen this Bible? And everybody's going, yeah, man, I've seen that Bible. How many of you guys opened this Bible? Nobody raises their hand on that one. How many of you guys remember when you pulled the drawer out and this popped out and this is saying, holy Bible, and all of a sudden you go, whoop, and you pushed it back in real quick? They're all doing this. Here's the sad part. That a lot of them will take this Bible and they'll do their dealing of drugs on top of this Bible. And a lot of times we get in, when we go back to the hotels and motels and some of the resorts, we have to go through there because I told Sammy one time, my friend, that we are not allowed to take the smaller ones into CCNO or any of the or the adult uh, institutions. And, and i got to share this with you. Folks, bless you. This is really a trip. The reason why they had to stop that is because the inmates were tearing out the pages and rolling up their marijuana. Two guys. No more. Two guys. So now we go in and all our Bible and, and, and our scriptures are all written in steel. No, I'm just kidding. Our words are, but you know what? Bless you. But you know what was really strange, though? Remember when I first started off, like, how many people are so angry when they're locked up in jail? And I told one of the guys, he goes, he goes, you know, Leroy, when, when you get out of here, it's easy for you because, see, you get to walk away and go to your wife and your home and everything. I said, I go, you know what? There was a time period that I was saying the same thing and sitting in the same position you are right now, and I had to make that difference. I had to make that difference. And it took a getting to make that difference. It was somebody who knew Jesus Christ to make my difference. I see there's a lot of kids here that I know from cross country and track. And, and I know that some of the parents, are, I, I, I can hear you from the side. And I want to tell you right now, please focus. Please focus on what you're doing. And some of the athletes are going here and they go, uh-oh. Yeah, when you're running, you got to focus yourself. When you're with Jesus, you got to focus yourself. When you're running, you got to focus. When you're Jesus, you got to focus. Isn't that nice? You know, that's who Jesus is. That's who our God is. And if there's anybody in this room that's kind of like, you know what? Maybe this will help you out. I spoke to Jill last night, my wife, who teaches here in Wasan. I always like to say that because being a Denver, Colorado boy, I mean, if I would have said... Wasan. I don't think anybody knows where Wasan's at, you know. But in doing so, in doing so, we have found this out, my wife and I, that I said, since I have been a Gideon, I said, Jill, my head has just been going, oh, there's so many things that God has done. And she goes, are you okay? And I go, I'm just so scrambled. I, 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 can, I, I grabbed a stack, you know, those uh, for uh, your copier printers, they come in those stacks of papers, you know, they're single. You know what I'm talking about? I told her, I said, I could have filled one of those up. Because let me tell you something. When I first started being a Gideon, there was no way that I could imagine that I would be doing something like I'm doing right now, going to juvenile detention centers, going to CCNO, going and hitting the bigger prisons and everything else with other men, with other women. And some of us are here are probably saying, you know, so what's so good about being a Gideon? Because I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. They, these guys are in more than 200 countries, and they have more than 99 different languages. I wanted to do an update 
And, and when I did that, I, I remembered, I said, I told my wife, I said, I still have the original paper here when I first came to this church when it was over here on the corner. That, what's it called again? Yeah, Sarah's Garden. Sarah's Garden. On the bottom of here, I have the years. <laughs> and, it's, and if some of you can see it, if you have good eyes, it's scratched out three times. It, it, it says here that I'm going to, to my blank year as a Gideon, me. So it starts off with 6, 8, 10. Today's 11. 11 years. So I've been coming to this church, and I thank you all very much that I'm able to share with you as a Gideon since you guys all started off at Sarah's Garden, the high school, and to this. You guys got to be pumped. You guys got to be pumped. You started off with a little, little, tiny little church, and look what you've got now. Right? Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yes. God is good all the time. Okay, maybe five miles. <laughs> maybe five miles. But you know what? Just like when you saw the songs that came up here, wasn't that positive? Wasn't that positive? And before I came out here, I was telling everybody, I was taking my time, and, and I was telling the, the gentleman that was at the, 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 the controls and everything else, and he says, how was your drive here? And I says, it was great. I says, I don't think I went over 35 miles an hour. I was going 30, 35. <laughs> Beautiful day, Lord. Oh, gorgeous. Oh, Jesus, help me not to have butterflies. I live in Archibald. It almost took me 45 minutes. Got out of the car and everything else. And here's the song, and some of the guys saw it. And I'm sharing this with you because as a getting there's time periods I just want to cry. Because sometimes when you go to these places that, are, that, that people are locked up, and especially juvenile detention hall. When I walk in there, and, and, and some of the guys know how I feel about it, I, I have never have yet to walk out of that building with my eyes dry. Because there's time periods, and I share with my, my he's my closest bud. I share with him. I said, there's time periods. These guys are, these kids are telling me to pray for their parents who happen to be at CCNO, which is next door. And then I go and I start praying with these guys and I have no idea because I can't bring names. And all of a sudden, here I am talking to a father telling me to pray for their sons that are at CCNO. I mean, at the juvenile detention center. God, give me strength. Give me strength. Monday morning when we wake up and everything else, we'll find out. Thank you for this day. Use me the way you want me to use. And you're like, woohoo! Hey, baby. Out the door you go and everything else. And bam! What the? What happened? Lord, I thought we were good. I can almost imagine the angels go, ah, ah, ah. Listen up. Listen up. Now, some of these things, you know, that I'm sharing with you, I, don't, I, I want you to feel joyful. Joy to the world. Hmm? Joy to the world. A newborn king. Are you serious? Are you serious? The song I heard before I came in here, ladies and gentlemen, went like this. All is well with my soul. All is well. All is well. 
with my soul. How can you be? I'm going to walk out of my, my wife's van that she gave me to drive. I'm going to walk into this church. And I'm going to, I'm going to tell them about hell. I'm going to tell them about Satan. I'm going to tell them about all the obstacles that are in front of uh, Gideon's every day's lives. But as a man of God, as I stand before you, and I shared with you that I had less than one year, I had 30-some-odd years to say, God, I do not believe in you. And yet I turned around and said, hey, you want to hear some good news? I was that idiot that didn't believe in Jesus Christ. And you want to know what he did? Life. He gave me life. Oh, come on. No, no. I was going to be D-E-A-D. Dead. Not like, oh, excuse me. Uh, as soon as you get back from your death roll, we'd like to have you have breakfast with us. I'm like, no. Dead. And yet, I share with you this because some of us, sometimes we have something that happens in our lives and we just stop. No, you know what? We got to keep going forward. I keep thinking about, remember Jericho? Can you imagine all the people there that were questioning? How much time do I have, Pastor? Am I good? Oh, okay, good, good, good. I have another book. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I graduated from the University of Colorado, and I said this at first service, from engineering. And every time I read the scriptures and I get with these other guys and everything else, we always talk about Jericho. Now, I saw something on the History Channel, and this is really a trip because you know what? They were actually had all these scientists. Well, my You know what? And I go back and look at the scriptures, and do you realize if you read the scriptures and everything else, they had obstacles, didn't they? Didn't they? And because they had it with their own people, they were saying, there's no way that you're going to walk around that and sing and blow those trumpets. Oh, yes, we are. You understand? There's no such thing as a T in can. There's no... So, Can you imagine the guys on top with their spears and their arrows and everything? Just seriously, picture it. They're out there... Look at those idiots. They're going around in a circle and they're singing and blowing the, oh, they're tra- We know the end of the story, don't we? Oh, God is good. All the time. All the time. God is good. Things happened in our lives that, you know, sometimes we just have to hurt and just stop and just listen. And it be like, oh my gosh, are you serious? Are you what? And I keep thinking, you think Moses had a little problem? Ten times. I always like to share it with Sam. Ten, this, this brother with his people, I just keep saying, went and said, we're going to free you people. We're going to get you out of here. So I'm going to go talk to Pharaoh. So ten times he goes, boom, boom, boom. And here's, his, and here's the people. Yay, Moses, he's going to Pharaoh. Yay. Comes back. Stole him, stole him. He's always going back the second time. Yay, Moses. I keep thinking, how many of you guys do the same thing or ladies when we watch baseball or football? Yay! Okay, I'm from Colorado. Yay, Broncos! They lost. They're bums! And somebody says, you better watch your language, Lori. They're horrible football players. (laughs) 
But again, on the same note, when that happens again the next week and they win, we're like, whoa. What is with us? We do the same thing with God. Think about it. The subject that uh, Pastor Rex had with you all was um, conflict, was conflicts. And he thought of me because of the subject he wanted me to run with conflicts was obstacles. And just because of my past and everything else, um, we went through a lot of different obstacles. And right now, the biggest obstacle we have, ladies and gentlemen, and we're seeing it happen more and more and every day, people are falling away from the word of Jesus Christ. God is our Savior. You, you know what? It's really simple. Do not be afraid to share the word of Jesus Christ. Just tell them, Jesus died on the cross for all our sins. He arose on the third day. What? What? Yeah. Have conversation with some people. They don't even know, some people don't even know that. He arose on the third day. And right now, this guy, this Latino guy, standing in front of you telling, you know what? I prayed up right before we came in here and everything else that the Lord, our Lord Jesus Christ will look over our hearts and our mind and the Holy Spirit would be upon this room right now. The Holy Spirit right now. So whoever has a hard heart or in their mind right now, I'm thinking about Monday morning. I hope this guy stops talking so I can get out of here and get ready for Monday morning. Na, 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 na. You got four more minutes. <laughs> Be in joy. Dance. Sing when you have a chance to talk about Jesus Christ. David. David. You know, I hear people, oh, you know, you can't dance. Oh, yeah, that's all, you know, good. But you know, people who dance in the Lord's name, man, they're, they're t- there's a church in Archbold, and it's a Latino church and everything else. And I went to go speak as a get in there, and uh, they, the ladies had uh, a cane. Somebody else knows what I'm talking about. Had a cane, and I was my first time there, and she got on the aisle, and she's like, oh, praise the Lord. And she's like, oh, I like this gal. <laughs> You know, and she's out there and it goes right down the road and all these ladies and everything else. The pastors are all saying, now they got guitars like you guys. Ah, we love Jesus. You know, I love that. Dance and be happy. Dance and be joyful. Oh, by the way, how does that go again? God is good. All the time. Okay, hit the locker rooms. See how it works? You know, at first, you know what? Did you hear how you sounded? It's, it's got a little bit better. It's just like when we sing. Our God is an awesome God. And then all of a sudden you start to realize how awesome our God is. Our God is an awesome God. You can go to the next verse. I know. So when you leave here and everything else, I hope and I pray that you have the strength of our Lord in your heart and your walk will be strong it will be solid and you know what he is there all the time when the angriest of the anger comes upon you when jealousy comes upon you when you find something that's going to be negative in your life your lord is with you all the time stop if you cannot stop yourself and if you're not going to listen to the lord do me a favor remember turn around and run turn around and run run away from it people are gossiping i don't need Right? Right? No, let it go. So I have two more minutes left. This is cool, isn't it? This is cool. You know what? 
we were at a Baptist church one time, and it is not short like this one. Matter of fact, it was so long they were bringing buffets out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Do me a favor. Kids, children of all ages, just like the first service, this is what I want you to do. Be good. That's all. Just be good. Well, Dad, I'm good. Well, honey, there's a few things we need to talk about. Do it! Do it! Lord, I am such a sinner. Please help me, Lord. What is it that I can do? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I want, I want to say thank you very much for allowing me to come to your church to proclaim the words of Jesus Christ and to let you know what we Gideons are still doing. And I pray that the good Lord uses me for another 20 years so I can be like those other guys that are 185 years old. Have you guys ever seen a young Gideon? No. Okay. Hey, God bless. Thank you very much. And do me a favor. Be good.